Hi, I'm Leslie Ferry, the founder of Rise and the host of the Bright and Wise podcast. Let's unleash your greatness with today's topic. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Bright and Wise podcast. I'm Leslie Ferry, your host, and today I'm joined by Pamela Coleman Davis, who is a certified career coach and the developer of the Modern Leadership Program, which I think is fair to say, Pam, but please correct me if I'm wrong. You've designed this to help guide individuals' leadership transformations in this ever-changing work environment. Is that is that fair? That is fair to say. The, the leadership environment is changing all of the time. And so what we want to do is take a fresh perspective on uh, for today's work environment, what that looks like, and how you could be successful in it. Great. So before we jump right into all the details, I, I, I want to step back and define what you and I uh, have talked about le- what it, leadership means. And it certainly includes those who are responsible for leading a team and, and responsible for other individuals, whether that's a head of a department or even a team lead. But leadership's really more than that, isn't it? I, I think you and I have talked about that it encompasses those that want to take ownership of their career. So a self-leader and all the way to those who want to demonstrate leadership qualities, traits, or behaviors ahead of actually getting the title. So it really ranges from uh, managing others to then leading functional areas. And I talked about this, these stages of self-management, leading by leading, demonstrating leadership before title to actually managing people to leading organizations, those stages of leadership on uh, the most recent series of the Bright and Wise podcast. So listeners, if, you, if you'd like more details and where I dig deep on each of those, please go listen uh, to that. But here today, Pam is going to talk to us about how we can activate leadership and uh, share with us details about five key attributes that really span all of these different stages or transitions of leadership. So Pam's going to share what each of them means why it is important, the actions you can take to strengthen them, and most importantly, probably, how how to know if you're doing them right, right? (laughs) That's right. That's right. So with that, let's let's get to the expert. Let's turn this (laughs) over to you, Pam. Uh, Let's talk about the first attribute that we want to highlight, and that's influencing others to gain cooperation. So so what is that? So influencing others to gain cooperation you know, influence is really a two-way street. Uh, it's you and it's also the person that you're trying to influence. So you need to think of things like having an open mind. Um, you want their mind to be open to what you're trying to um, sway them on, but your mind also has to be open as well. Uh, offering a perspective when you're trying to influence an outcome or trying to gain cooperation, um, you have to come with a perspective, uh, and it must be a compelling perspective, but also you need to be prepared to listen to a compelling perspective as well. It may change the direction that you're going in. Uh, And then finally, it means that you are obviously persuading to try to get cooperation, but you're also being persuadable. You may hear something in that conversation that because you were open and you heard a different perspective that changes the the, um, the, your idea of what you're trying to do. So why is this really important, this idea of influencing to gain cooperation? Uh, When you understand what the challenge are, you are moving people in a specific direction. Uh, 
So when you're open, you offer perspective and you have the ability to persuade or be persuade persuadable, you actually are able to get things done because now you're sort of uh, moving everyone in the same direction. You've, you know, you've offered a perspective, you've gained some perspective, and now you can move in concert as one. So here are some tips I think you want to be sort of thinking about as you're trying to gain cooperation from someone. Ask yourself, how confident are you in this subject matter? That's important. Because in order for you to influence someone, they have to see you as someone who's an authority on the matter that you're talking about. The more you know, the more confidence you'll have, and therefore you'll be able to persuade people. Um, also, think about how much do you know, how, what do you know about the people that you're trying to actually influence? What is important to them? Understanding what's important to them, I think, will help build compromise consensus and that sort of thing so, i love to call that i'm sorry to interrupt. i love calling that, that know your audience know your audience yes <laughs> exactly exactly so then you're doing all of that how do you know you're doing it right people are engaged uh if people are engaged they believe they can work out solutions and problems with you so if you find that you're getting cooperation uh then you're doing it right if there's resistance to what you're saying there's a, that's an opportunity for you to go back and try to get some other perspectives, be open-minded about why you may be getting a little bit of resistance. Uh, but if you find that people are engaging with you and they're working out the solution with you, you're doing it right. Excellent. Great. So Pam, let, let me ask one more question just for clarity. Can I dig a little bit deeper into you when you said you go into the, the topic on confidence? Because I think one, especially in the when you don't have a title yet, when you don't have that position, whatever that position of authority is, you may be resistant to try to influence others. So if I'm in a, say I'm in a self-managing or self-leading phase or, or stage of my career, or even just trying to demonstrate leadership qualities before I get the title, I know I need to be confident and, and, and convey confidence when I'm talking about it, but how do I, how do I build that confidence internally? Like what will give me the, the confidence to move into that discussion? What, what are other yeah. things I can do to, to get deeper a little bit of my, deepen my confidence a little bit? Yeah. It's a, it's a very important question, right? And what I've learned for myself is when I understand the subject matter, and mm-hmm. I can bring a, a point of view, a perspective to the conversation. They don't have to agree with me, but I, what I've demonstrated is I do understand this topic that we're talking about. And that actually gives me a certain level of confidence. And no one is expecting people, I don't think, to be a subject matter expert. They are expecting that you understand the subject matter to a degree that you can have a conversation, you can contribute, you, there can be some value add to the discussion. That helps when you accumulate all of the information you're getting from all of the people. It's it helps move the move the needle. It helps move things forward. So for me, I build confidence by making sure that I understand the subject matter to a certain degree, and that I have a certain uh, point of view. If I actually find that I don't have a point of view, that might not be the conversation I should be participating in. I'll listen and maybe right. I'll learn something from that. Uh, but I don't. I'm not really offering anything. Uh, a value into the conversation. And so I'll probably just listen and stay silent and probably learn uh, from, from, uh, from the conversation. But the confidence for me comes from knowing the subject 
that we're talking about. I do my homework. I understand what it's about. I understand maybe what the perspectives are from the other people um, that are going to be um, uh, tasked with working on this as well. Uh, and then I feel prepared. And so right. when I am prepared uh, that I bring a level of confidence to um, the conversation, the project or whatever, whatever it is. Great. So you bring you you do your homework, develop your point of view or perspective. You have an idea of how you should go forward. You confidently present it in a way that people can understand it. But then your key point, I want people to be you're open minded to hearing other views that could potentially make the idea even stronger. And then when everyone is in alignment, you've influenced people and you know that you've done it right. You have cooperation on how to move forward. You've got cooperation and now you can move forward. Excellent. That's very important. So good. I think that uh, I think that is a great explanation on how to influence others. Love it. If you find our podcast interesting, please leave us a rating and review so others can benefit too. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.